0: welcome back to the deborah and dana presents podcast before we start the show i want to inform and warn you that there will be a reference of a sexual assault and thoughts of suicide of one of the characters in this story which could possibly be triggering listener discretion is advised ephesians chapter 6 around the 11th verse, Paul was telling the people to put on the whole armor of God for the spiritual battles they'd be up against. He used imagery of the Roman soldier because they'd be able to relate to it since that is what they were accustomed to seeing. Their armor or battle gear looked a lot different than how our soldiers look when they go into battle now. Instead of shields, breastplates, spears, and swords of their day, like we've seen in movies like 300 or Gladiator, two of my faves, by the way, we now have bulletproof vests, assault rifles, grenades, and nuclear bombs, to name a few. But as the saying goes, the more things change, the more things stay the same. Because regardless of what the battle gear looks like, you still have to be dressed and ready for battle to help protect yourself against the enemy's attacks. As crazy as this world is, we are fortunate that we don't have to physically walk around all day in tactical gear. But spiritually, we have to be dressed and ready for battle all the time. Because just as God never sleeps or slumbers, Psalm 121 verse 4 The enemy is working 24 seven also first Peter chapter five, verse eight amplified version. And one of his most dangerous strikes is on our minds because if he can manipulate and or control what we think about ourselves, about others and about God, then he knows our actions will follow that way of thinking and now, we have a battle within the mind. Let's start the show.
1: Ooh, it's really coming down out here. I was really hoping the rain held off until we made it home.
2: Yes, it's really coming down. I know it was going to be raining like this. Now, you know traffic will be terrible.
1: Mm. Well, anyway, service was so good. Mm. Pastor broke that word down today. Had me ready to kick my heels off and run around the church.
2: I know one thing. You better be careful where you kick off those red bottles. (laughs) Mess around and catch a lawsuit up in there. Girl, just take them things off first. Then get that shout out. Oh, you're so crazy. I'm just saying. Hey, where was Tiffany today?
1: You know, I'm not sure. She's been missing service more and more lately. I'm going to have to have a talk with her. And you know what? Sister Betsy mentioned to me.
2: Oh, Lord. Rochelle, I warned about entertaining conversations that can be viewed as gossip.
1: Yes, I know, I know. Trust me, I know the saying, a dog that will bring a bone will carry a bone.
2: Whoa, whoa, hold up. I didn't call anybody a dog. I'm just saying sometimes you need to shut folks down. (laughs)
1: Oh, my goodness. You are so crazy, Phillip. I'm not calling anyone a dog either. I'm just saying I'll listen and gently correct in love if needed, or I'll say let's go together and discuss what you just told me with the person involved.
2: Okay, because some people love to carry news about others.
1: Agree, but what Sister Betsy told me was interesting. She said she saw Tiffany yesterday having lunch with Mimi. Mimi? So what's the problem? The fact they were having lunch together really isn't the problem.
2: I should hope not. Mimi is a member of the church. I don't see anything strange about two members hanging out, regardless of their sexual orientation.
1: I don't either. I don't either, Philip. My concern is Sister Betsy said that they looked very cozy sitting on the same side of the booth, heads together, laughing and talking. And you know how Sister Betsy is. She'll take that and run with it. From
2: my understanding the young people hang out together all the time.
1: True. But I've noted during our young adult meetings. Tiffany looks at Mimi like she's infatuated with her, you know? Look,
2: obviously Tiffany feels more comfortable around her than the other females right now. It could be a look of gratitude.
1: I don't know, Philip. possibly. But to me, the look in her eyes says something different. And God knows that child has already been through a lot. And I just don't want her confusing her emotions because of the trauma she's been through.
0: So, in this opening scene, we have Philip and his wife Rochelle leaving church. Feeling good from the good word they received. Philip realized he didn't see Tiffany in service and wondered where she was. For any newcomers to the series, let me give you a little backstory. Tiffany is a young lady that Philip and Rochelle were introduced to by Rochelle's niece, Ashley. Tiffany had been drugged and raped and was in a really dark place emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. Ashley felt her aunt and uncle come minister to Tiffany and help her out of the dark space she was in. Tiffany, with a lot of time, prayer, and therapy, is doing better. She is still vulnerable while on her healing journey, which is why they were concerned about her whereabouts. You know how when you're watching a boxing or UFC match, And you see one of the opponents get hit or kicked too many times and they look weak on their feet and you're yelling at the screen and talking to the people around you knowing that their opponent can see exactly what you're seeing and is about to take full advantage of that weakness or vulnerability and win the match. That is how it is for us in our everyday lives which is why Philip had the right to be concerned about Tiffany. You see, when bad and or tragic things happen to us or the ones we love, we can become weak in spirit, even if for a moment. But it's in that moment that the enemy sneaks in and starts putting little thoughts in our heads that make us question God, our faith in him, Or his love for us. Same thing happens when we sin. And if these thoughts go unchecked, they can take root and grow into actions that pull us away from God. It's in those times you have to say what God says. For every lie the enemy puts in your mind, you have to speak God's truth to that lie. The same way Jesus did when he was tempted by the devil in the wilderness. Read Matthew chapter 4. But you have to be in God's word in order to know his truths. If not, it is that much easier to believe the lies of the enemy. That's why it's a blessing and so important to have God-fearing people and prayer warriors in your life. That will walk with you during your darkest moments. To love on you when you don't feel lovable. To give you encouragement when you're discouraged. To lift you up when you're down. To check you when you're out of pocket. To intercede and pray on your behalf when you're too weak to do it yourself. Philip and Rochelle are those type of people. Sister Betsy on the other hand, eh, not so much. You see, Sister Betsy is one of those church folk we talked about in the first season. You know the type, been in church all their life, go to church faithfully, but it's more so to see what's going on and who is doing what so they can talk about it versus learning and growing in their walk with God. You'll hear more from Sister Betsy later. But anyway, word is traveling fast. (laughs) by way of sister Betsy, that Tiffany has been seen out and getting cozy with a young lady from church named Mimi who happens to be openly gay. The concern isn't that Mimi is gay, at least not from them anyway, or that Mimi and Tiffany are spending time together. The concern is simply for Tiffany's overall well-being, As stated earlier, she's still vulnerable. So we'll have to see how things pan out.
1: Thanks for joining me for lunch, Tiffany.
3: Thank you for inviting me, Miss Rochelle. I've been really going through a bit of a dark time
1: Okay, well, let's unpack as much as we can and see if we can't put things in brighter light.
3: I don't know. I still don't feel comfortable being around men. And at times, it gets so overwhelming that I feel like I'm better off not being here.
1: Tiffany, I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. Your life is worth living, and what you're going through will pass. You have to learn to lean in closer to Jesus when you're feeling like this. Staying away from your support system and from sitting under the word of God isn't good. It's during these times you need to push your way to worship service and into the presence of the Holy Spirit. All the enemy wants is to isolate you. You know that, right? He knows you are more vulnerable and can be easily picked off especially when you are alone and don't have enough word in you to sustain you.
3: I understand, but I have at least hung out with someone from the church,
1: Mimi. Okay, that's nice. Mimi's really nice. She runs our sound system for service, and that girl is on fire for the Lord.
3: I know. She and I were talking in the parking lot after the young adult meeting a few weeks ago and she asked if I wanted to grab something to eat. She was really feeling what I shared during the session.
1: Okay, I can see that. I think all the young adults were moved by your transparency.
3: I don't think I would have been that open if it was someone else running the session other than you.
1: Oh, you're sweet.
3: Mimi was very attentive and empathetic to what I've been going through. She told me I could hit her up anytime, day or night.
1: That was very nice of her. Tiffany, you do know she's a lesbian, right?
3: <laughs> I know, Miss Rochelle. Ever since Ashley moved away for work, Mimi's the only other person I felt really comfortable around.
1: Yeah, I miss my niece, too. Are you attracted to her? Ashley? No, child. I'm talking about
3: Mimi. I mean, I don't know. I just like her. It's like being around a male without really being around a male. She gives off masculine energy without the threat.
1: Tiffany, you are still dealing with the traumatic emotions of your rape. And it appears to me you are attempting to replace your fear of men with the comfort and safety you find with Mimi. Mimi is very nice and has been received with love from the saints. It's just those church folk that have an issue with her. I am so tired of those holier-than-thou attitudes. Of course, Pastor put that to rest. He said whoever the Lord sent his way would be received in love, regardless of race, creed, color, social economic standing, background, or sexual orientation." He believes if change needs to be made, that's God's business. His job is to love his flock, direct them in the word of truth, and let the Lord do the rest. Now, with that being said, tread lightly with this newfound friendship. You may end up creating more emotional baggage for yourself. Remember... Only the Lord can provide that which your soul is truly seeking, Tiffany.
0: Rochelle and Tiffany link up for lunch. Tiffany is open about the fact that she is going through a dark time and has thoughts of no longer living. I want to say, if you or someone you know is currently feeling hopeless and thinking that no longer being here is the better option, let me say that is simply not true. It may feel like it now, but suicide is not the answer. If you need help, please call 800-273-TALK. That is 800-273-8255 or text HELPLINE to 62640. Other resources are in the episode's description, so please check them out and know that you are loved and with help, you can get through this. Rochelle's response to what Tiffany revealed to her was from a spiritual aspect. As a believer in Christ, We know that Satan will use anything he can to get and keep our focus off of God. Because the more we focus on our problems, the more down, depressed, and hopeless we can become. And in that state, we're more likely to fall away from what we know is beneficial to us, which is God. But please don't confuse her responses of leaning into God to thinking that therapy is not important because it is, and God blessed us with therapy and therapists for a reason. We know there are some people that have been delivered from things without the use of therapy, and that's great, but there's absolutely nothing wrong with needing and seeking professional help. Rochelle is encouraging Tiffany to battle the thoughts within her mind by staying in God's word and seeking him all the more when those troubling and confusing thoughts try to take root. Didn't I say earlier that you must keep your spiritual armor on at all times? In them talking about Mimi, it is good to hear that the church they all attend is welcoming and accepting. At least the majority are. We know for years being gay has been a contentious topic, especially within the church. As I've stated in commentaries in the past, we don't have a heaven or a hell to put anyone in. So our focus needs not be on judgment, but on demonstrating God's love in this dark and evil world. Rochelle asks Tiffany about her feelings for Mimi. Still working through her trauma and trying to find the best coping strategies, Rochelle understands that trauma doesn't adjust your sexual orientation, but she feels there's a possibility that Tiffany is using the feeling of safety and comfortability she has with Mimi to fill the void she's experiencing. And that void can only be filled by God. To our faithful listeners, do you recall the episode from our last series, Scenes from Life, when the character was looking for love in all the wrong places? In that story, the character said once she stopped searching for men and started seeking God, God filled that emptiness she was experiencing. And he provided her with a love like no other. Rochelle is trying to help Tiffany not create more emotional stress for herself and to seek God during this time. And he will direct her path. And prayfully, she's taken all of this advice in. We shall see. I hope you enjoyed today's show. In our last episode, I gave you all some scriptures to read. If you got a chance to read them, then you'll realize I've been talking about what they mean throughout my commentary. Whether you see or even believe it, we are dealing with spiritual warfare in the world right now, and we can't fight the battles we face in the same way the world does. Because even though we may feel the results of the attacks in the physical, they come from the spirit realm. But thanks be to God that our Savior did not leave us defenseless. He provided us with spiritual armor to fight against these attacks. And when you win one battle, know there will be more coming, which is why the saying goes, stay ready. So you never have to get ready. Hmm. We will have deeper discussions on spiritual warfare when we have our live shows. So make sure you are following us on all of our social media platforms. So you'll know when those shows are happening. And hopefully you'll be able to join us and be a part of the conversation. Our next episode will be dropping in two weeks. So stay tuned. It's gonna be good.